This is the Breakout Media Network. Mr. Luther, we're approaching the coordinates. Just shut up. This is where he learned who he was. This is where he came for guidance. Tell me everything. And, 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 so, and, but, it, and, the, uh, and, it, it and, uh, we, so we, we, and, uh, the, the, and, um, I, we, we, Let's start with the big question. Where did you go? Toledo, Texas. Your father used to say that you were put here for a reason. I'm a princess. You know, the world can always use more good reporters. That's a good point. I am a tiger! I want to know it all. Everything. Olsen. I want to see photos of him everywhere. Hey, welcome back. See you've met the munchkin. Hello. Fearless reporter Dave is a mommy. But if you ask me, she's still in love with you-know-who. Does he still stand for truth, justice, all that stuff? No. Superman returns. How could you leave us like that? It's not easy for me to live my life being who I am. I'm a Nazi. Keeping secrets. The world doesn't need Nazi. And neither do I. So long, Superman. Sweet, clean, beautiful, Dustin. Get bald. Come with me. You're not going to want to miss this. What's wrong? Lois and Jason are missing. I have advanced alien technology. Two balls. The millions of people will die. Billions! <laughs> Come on, let me hear you say it just once. One Tree Hill. Have that on DVD yet? No! <laughs> no, the other thing. Superman will not. What do you got, Olsen? Look, in the sky, Chief. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, look, it's... Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Breakroom with Mark. Dave and Dustin. Cue the theme sweet, clean, beautiful Dustin. Everybody, welcome to the break room, episode fifteen for June thirtieth, two thousand six. Are we only on episode fifteen? Only. It feels Jesus. like we just started. Feels like we've been doing this for years. Yeah, I know. <sighs> feels like to me, it just feels like. I thought we were on episode like forty. Feels like it's just the first time. The Virgin mm. episode. That's right. We the best part of that intro is Dustin's cheese ball laugh at the very beginning. <laughs> I think that's like the longest <laughs> intro we've had yet. Yeah, it has to be. The Until cheese ball laugh is the very best part of that whole thing. Until we get to my episode next week. Or my intro next week. No, my episode. Every episode's my episode. That's very Ha-ha! Huzzah. It, uh, it is the Mark Hudson Show. This is the Mark Hudson Show. Get it right, bitches. On the breakroom.org. <laughs> uh, well, we just got finished uh, recording the interview with Lan- Angela. Can't <laughs> Angela? Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Uh, we, Lance Armstrong. So we, uh, we, 
Uh, Angela Kenzie, and that will be up in two weeks. On uh, We're actually going to put the show out early that week on Thursday, July 13th, to coincide 16. with the release of the webisodes of The Office. Office, fuck. Um, so, yeah, July 13th. We and promise he spoke uh, more clearly in yes, the interview so than he It was a lot better than last week where I was like, <sighs> I saw a preview of the webisodes. How are you? Yeah. I saw a preview of the webisodes, and they look really awesome, but it kind of sucks only about two minutes long. Yeah. High five. That is surprising. I figured they'd be like 10 minutes. I thought minutes, they were, yeah, 10 minutes or so. But, but maybe there's a lot maybe of Maybe that's gold. A, a lot of production, I guess, to do 10 yeah. minutes if they got to do 30 minutes a week for well, the normal show. Yeah, no, definitely. Kidding. I, I think it takes, what, three, four days to film a normal episode? 16. Yeah, so I guess they, two minutes. They filmed 10, 10 of them in two days. Yeah, so I guess that makes 10. sense. Anyway, so you'll hear more of that interview, or all of it, really, <laughs> in two weeks on July 13th. So stay tuned for that. Um, uh, we so we we I don't know that you can really tune in a podcast. So stay subscribed for that. Download Feeds, it. Download it. Feeds.feedbutter.com slash the break room. Don't unsubscribe between them. Don't now. unsubscribe and tell your friends and neighbors. No. All right, uh, Nazi. This week I'm Dave. I'm here with Mark That's Hudson right. on the Mark Hudson. Actually, show. I'm Dustin this and, week. Uh, <laughs> sweet, clean, beautiful Dustin is sweet, running the board clean, as usual. That's right. Um, if you haven't figured out by now, Dave and Dustin have switched positions permanently. Sweet, clean, beautiful. And I can't Dustin. say that I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a, it was it was quite a bit of pressure to have to worry about trying to get drops every episode and then every talk week. to. That's true. Yeah. Dustin seems to thrive in that role. So he, he seems to be loving it so he, far. Even when he tells me he can't get stuff done, he still gets it done. Yeah, you know. Even when I go ahead and produce the intro, anyways, he does stuff anyways. So sorry, it's all right. He still scoreboards right. you. He does. <laughs> I point to it. Say so. uh, sorry. This is not the Mark Hudson show. Well, that will be. You a can put it in your ass cheeks, maybe. All right, so uh, Monday night, Dustin and I went to a um, exclusive screening for the break room. High five! And about <laughs> five hundred other people. <laughs> I don't know that it was exclusive for us, but well, it was a pre-screening. It was no, a did did y'all have press passes again? We did for uh, popsyndicate.com. That is press bracelets to be more specific. Yeah, that's dude. Those are the. But if you're going to go see a movie, that's the way to go see it. Yeah, no shit. Because you can just walk straight in. You talk to the press rep. They get give you the, the middle row, middle seats. Middle row, that's right. And Stefan, who runs Zacharias Musawi, so far he's been really good about getting like the middle row now, and all the best. Did seats. he have extra seats that he had to give away? Oh yeah. Uh, no, you know what? They all filled up for us. They filled up on the end, but that wasn't for people from him. That's just random people that came in later. Oh, well, you talking about to the right of me? Yeah. Yeah, there was like three seats, but that's it. So that lion bastard could have got me in, and Nazi. he didn't. Well, but he doesn't Nazi, know that. Nazi, Nazi. He doesn't know that ahead of time. That lion bastard. Um, Nazi. But we had more people than last time than for X-Men, so which is surprising. Um, but yeah, that. I wouldn't know because uh, he lied to us that time, and I didn't go to that. Damn so. that Mike Woods. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, so... Du- <laughs> that's uh, his name, Dustin, right? MI3 yet? Yeah, that's his name. Um, Dustin and I went to an, ex- <laughs> an exclusive screening... And uh, it, the movie we saw <laughs> Superman. Quit calling it exclusive. Was, was it hey, I'm trying to up our importance. Was it as crowded bit. as uh, the X3 one? There was actually two was theaters this time for that Superman. Was more it was oh, packed, yeah, and both of them were packed. Yeah. Well, to the aspirin. It didn't make as much money opening days they were hoping. How much it, did it make? It's only like the. I guess they were wanting it to be one or two all time. It was like sixth or seventh or eighth really? all time for that first day during the week. That mm. seems like that would still be pretty good. I mean, that's good, but I don't think that's what they. I thought. I think they were shooting you know, for more because Spider Man Two was like forty million the first day on a Wednesday. Really? Well, and X, no, you know that's not true because X Men got number one this year. For a Wednesday opening, it, of course, no, they maybe this year, but it's a good point. Spider Man Two is the number one no. so far for a Wednesday. Well, they That's coincided they with earlier. Memorial Day. I bet people are waiting until next week. That's really what it is. Oh, um, cool. X Men, X Men coincided with Memorial Day, so I think that's why it had a stronger opening. 
Most people are not taking this week off because they're taking most of next week off. That's so. a good point. Yeah, I think um, they said X Men was like twenty million. Yeah. And this was like eleven million. Yeah, it'll st- two dollars. Spider Man Two was like forty million. It's still gonna kick. Honestly, it, it'll kick ass over the week. It's gonna kick ass over yeah. the week. It'll no. beat Pirates of the Caribbean. Did you ever watch the Spider Man Three preview I sent you? No. Yeah, Dude, I watched it. It looks fucking, badass. It looks awesome. Yeah. Damn it. It um, looks fucking awesome. And and the black Spider Man is Venom. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. really? It's not yeah, no artwork question. on the They picture. actually show Venom. They oh yeah. Show. Uh, they don't. Yeah. Yeah. They do. They do. They show him. And you, you see the blob, like, take his arm over. Oh, sweet. The black liquid. Badass. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm a nerd. That's awesome. I cannot it's wait. very nerd-erific. Did they show any uh, Sandman? Yeah, they did. A brief clip. Did they? I, yeah. didn't, I didn't. It looked okay. All of it. I was just kind of like, oh, my God. Okay, now I'm going to have him a dork. It was a little almost too much of a teaser, though, because it was one of the ones where it just flashes of everything. So yeah. you kind of go, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, exactly. Mark that. I know. <laughs> so I will go have... Uh, a trailer orgasm after the show, and you can mark that too. <laughs> um, but anyway, so the movie was uh, two hours forty five minutes, something like that. Yeah, I heard that today. That's two. I had no idea it was that long. But you know what? It passes. It flows pretty smoothly. I will it, say, up until about the last, it drags a little bit near the end, I guess. But yeah. for the most part, you don't really and, feel the length. And honestly, that's you can mark that too. <laughs> and honestly, that's my major complaint with the movie is that it's about twenty minutes too long. The last twenty minutes. You know, I'm not gonna say what happens, but it just doesn't end on a bang. It kind of ends on kind of a kind of a downer, kind of a bleh. Um, I guess you could say that they could. You know, they they spent 20 minutes just they they kind of I think they reached the climax <laughs> no, <laughs> too early. Uh, wow. They blew their wad too early. We're very sexual this week, <laughs> Superman. Well, you but know, they did the say tides, it. the tides <laughs> bring it out. Right. <sighs> well, yeah, they were concerned about concealing Superman's giant package on the toys, so. They were? Yeah, you didn't hear that? No. Yeah, they were afraid the toys would show the super wiener. Couldn't they just <laughs> make the wiener not as big? It is a toy. I don't know, man. It's in his contract that the wiener has to be exactly <laughs> proportional to his where his real wiener size. Wiener? Um, but yeah, that it was about, about 20 minutes too long. They could have compressed that last 20 minutes into about five, and it would have still had the same. Now, I heard one guy on the radio earlier say his favorite part was uh, a when Superman saves uh, Lex Luthor's girlfriend in a car that's running away. Pee-pee. Um, and he said that was the most exciting part of the whole movie. I, I would disagree I, with I that. I disagree with that. Okay. The only reason he, was, he admitted he wasn't a big Superman fan. Nerd. I don't think he even had to really be a fan to not yeah. think that was the one of the best parts. The only reason that was cool if is if you're a nerd because the pose is from Action Comics, the first appearance of Superman. It's when he's holding a car, saving a chick. And it's, it's the exact same pose. It. And then a guy takes, a kid takes a picture of the camera phone and they show that in the daily yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, I guess that would be cool. Got him a dork. Huh. Yeah, so from a nerd point of view, it's cool, but it's definitely not the most exciting moment. That guy's lame, whoever he is. Um, now, Nazi. I really like to say that the, I think probably one of the most exciting parts is when he's, when Lex is, it's when he's executing his plan, his big dastardly plan, and Superman's flying around the city trying to save people at like blazing speed. That's probably one well, of the Well, it's more than just the city, isn't it? Well, are you ta- oh well, I guess before he kind of sets up and is doing things worldwide, and then for that specific yeah. instance, it's more for about ten minutes. He's just zipping around the city. Yeah. Um, and another cool moment, which you've seen in the trailer, is when he's saving the space shuttle on the plane. Yeah. At the same yeah, time, yeah, that's see part really of it good. in the trailer. Um, but yeah, it was you know, in unfortunately, the special effects in the in the intro, they're really good at times, and then there's a couple times you can really tell it's CG, unfortunately. Uh, really? I didn't really, really? get that. Uh, yeah. Maybe I just, maybe it I'm too critical. It wasn't distracting to you, Dustin? No, not at maybe, all. Maybe I just look for it too much. But I I find that I do that now in movies. I like look to see if there's even yeah. a speck of fakeness to it. Yeah. Instead of looking to see how good it is, 
Yeah. I looked to see if there's one bad part in the whole thing. <laughs> it didn't. I'll say this: it didn't. It didn't detract from me enjoying the film. Uh, no, not at all. Now, uh, who was the best actor in the movie? Was uh, it Kevin Spacey? Kevin was good. <laughs> like he's your old buddy. He is. We're, we're old pals. Good old Kev. Was he good again? <laughs> um, J.J. Abrams. You know, I have to say, I was pleasantly surprised by Brandon Routh. As I think Brandon Routh might have been the best, I actually. I think he was really good. Uh, he, he was perfect in both roles. I think he really divvied it up pretty well when he was Clark and when he was Superman. I heard a couple people say they didn't really like the Lois Lane character as much. Dude, no, she Kate was, Bosworth was probably was the bad? worst part of it, yeah. <sighs> yeah, she's an okay actress. She just doesn't encompass Lois Lane to me. She doesn't. Not at all. Who was the chick that played it in the original movies? The uh, smoking voice chick? Uh, Margot Kidder. Yeah. She doesn't have that, that brash voice, first of all. She doesn't sound like she's been smoking cigarettes for 30 years. She doesn't have the proper Lois Lane persona at yeah, all. Yeah, she's, she's a not little too whiny instead of... Yeah. Yeah, she just doesn't have that same... I don't like Margot Kidder as far as being Lois. I think they even could have picked a better Lois I back think then. she was but, okay. But she was good I, at what she did. I think if you had to pick between the two, I probably would pick would her. Pick Margot Kidder, Now, yeah. one of the guys said... Uh, said uh, he didn't like that Lois was all kind of like the helpless girl through a lot of it, but then she randomly decides to save the plane and be the hero. I don't know that she was so much helpless in it as she was just distancing herself. But he was like, out of all the people on that plane, she's the one that stands up and does something. He said it wasn't really that believable. That was near the beginning. Yeah, she's trying to help. I'm just saying that doesn't make any sense. I I know. I'm just saying that guy, that doesn't make any sense to say that for the movie she's helpless, but then at that point she Uh, stands up I mean, she doesn't become helpless later. But that's not that different from the character in, in the Lois and Clark series. In Small that's a good point. Ball, in any Superman incarnation, she's always in trouble and always trying to do shit. She's not very helpless in the Smallville incarnation. No, no. Um, but even in the original George Reeves series, I mean, she well, was she was, that she was not very the much best the, representation of Lois. No, so. but I'm saying she was always in the middle of shit. It, it's, the same, it's, it's part of the mythos. Get over it, douchey, whoever that is. <laughs> um, but yeah, she just wasn't the Lois Lane that helped. Uh, but I have to say, Brandon Routh really surprised me. I thought he was going to suck, but I thought he was really good. I didn't have any, you know, I didn't have any idea how he would be. But yeah, he did. You know, being he, the newest guy, I guess, and not really having that much experience, you plus, might expect him to be the worst. But I don't. I didn't I, think. I he wonder. Was for I wonder sure. if he'll have the curse of uh, Christopher Reeves and George fall Reeves. down and get paralyzed, and <laughs> end up in a wheelchair, get yeah, well, shot or hopefully something. Hopefully, part of his and contract. that'll be the only thing in his career that ever is the biggest. You know, that's like that'll be the biggest thing in his career. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, part of his contract is to not ride horses. So. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, like Roethlisberger and riding motorcycles. Um, but anyways, mm-hmm. uh, he really surprised me because he was different enough from Christ- Christopher Reeve. He was to where pretty he, similar too, though. He made it, but he made it his own as far as an, a role goes. But he was close enough to Christopher Reeve to where you could see the character connections. You know. Well, I saw an, an interview with him I, on MSN or something where he talked about the little things that he imitated of Christopher Reeve's, like. Right. The pushing up of the glasses and a lot good. of the, a lot of the Clark stuff, mm-hmm. and you could really see that, you know, if you watch Superman two and then yeah. watch that. Yeah, speaking of that, I did watch Superman two on Sunday night, just to make you know, just make sure I'm up on everything. And I have to say, I lo- I still love Superman two, but it just doesn't hold up. The second half of the movie is great, but the first half is not not so good. It really isn't. Just like Superman one, the first half is great, but the second half is not so good. Now, did y'all think the movie was like too dark? Uh, no, no. I, I thought it wasn't dark enough on the Lex side, personally. He, and that's the thing is, a lot of people were saying that he wasn't enough like Gene Hackman. I think I heard that. No, no. He kind of he took it in a darker direction, but I think that's good. I actually like the darker Lex. 
And that's something Dustin I th- and I were talking I about. I thought afterwards. he was very similar to the, the Gene Hackman character. I mean, he, he was, was darker than the Gene Hackman character, but he was that that kind of Lex presentation is very much like the Gene Hackman presentation. He's very much like the vaudeville Broadway version of Lex Luthor exactly. in the original pre-crisis Superman. Yes, I'm a nerd. Um, but he's very much more like the that over the top um, dork. But he was a he had that darker side to him. He kind of in, in a way in an ever so slight way, he kind of blended the Michael Rosenbaum from he's Smallville black. with Gene Hackman. And so, a little bit. A little bit. Not now, enough, in my Michael opinion. Michael Rosenbaum as the Lex is much more relatable in that series. My personal favorite representation he's, of the character. He's Yeah, he is definitely the best Lex Luthor going. Superman purist will probably hate us for saying anything like that. but I, I just, I, you know what? Fuck him. Wow. I, I wow. love him. I, wow. I thought he was really wow. good. Now, was the movie overall, like, was the feeling real um, hokey? Like, the city, and was it real, like, a, you know, no. like... No. Was no, it, it was set modern day or was yeah, it, it kind of cheese bally modern it's day? It's kind of like. Um, no, it was pretty realistic. Like Spider Man is kind of on the cheese bally side as I far know. as the city around him and like. But that's, no, it was pretty realistic. The reporters and he goes to the wrestling match and you know, uh, well, it's all that, kind yeah, of cheese bally. Uh, I would say it's kind of like Batman in that it's got kind of a classical um, architecture to it, but with a modern flair. And it kind of makes it kind of like a timeless city. And it looks very much like the Metropolis in the Superman movie um, in that way. And so you can, it kind of has that timeless quality. And so you can move modern technology through it. But everyone's like dressed modernly and everything. Yeah, yeah. And they changed Clark's Pretty glasses much, yeah. to be from the, the big round um, spectacles, you know, in the original two, to, to a smaller, more, whatever the more popular ones are these days. The wireframe or something? Uh, they're more like the horn rim ones. Real thick black horn rings. Oh, they but they're more of a popular that. style. Yeah. Uh, it was a good change. Uh, but he is still wearing the three-piece suit, which is which is funny. Um, and his hair is all still clarked up like <laughs> back in the 70s. So there's little touches here and there that were really good. Um, now, now, could you all recognize, like, whenever you saw... Who did you see first, Superman or Clark? Uh, actually, the first thing you see is actually... You actually hear out of the from, two characters. Out of two characters, you see... Superman. No, you, s- you see Clark first. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. Because he's at the he's at the uh, farm at no, the very beginning. No, no, hold on. You technically you see Superman because it's no secret. He comes. Okay, here's the story. Let's just lay this out real quick. Yeah. The whole story is it opens with some text that says that basically some scientists five years previous to the movie had found what they thought were the remnants of Krypton, and so Superman takes off somehow, goes to Krypton, and then the opening the movie is him coming back to Earth, and his spaceship crashes back in Kansas. And okay, so I guess part. technically He's it in is, the costume, so technically you first see Superman. He's not in the costume at the so, beginning? Yes, he is. You thought he was naked, but if you go back and look, he's actually okay. in the costume. How did you go back and look? Because I saw it uh, part of the trailer, a uh, trailer I watched. He's actually, she's sitting there holding him. You can see the He ass. went up and rewinded uh, the reel <laughs> and replayed it. <laughs> yeah, because Dustin leaned over to me in the theater. Why does every Superman, when he crashes to Earth, have to be nude? <laughs> <laughs> so now you see well, Superman in the outfit. Yeah. Then, but then when you, you see, see Clark. when you see Clark, did y'all know it was him? Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, okay. You can tell there's a there's a so change. So the disguise wasn't any better. Uh, no, no. Well, you, didn't, you didn't think who's this strange man in the glasses uh, walking around? Well, in, on the farm, and then you were like, oh, it's Superman. On the farm, he didn't even have his glasses, so no. he was just walking around, being you know, classic Clark or whatever. Um, they did have a bit of an allusion to the first movie with the uh, him discovering his powers. Uh, they showed You're talking about the kid going the kid through the field, running through the field, running yeah. through the field. That was in the first movie. Um, jump, except in this one, he was jumping through cornfields, which was really cool. Um, which is better? 
and he fell through the barn, which you've seen in the trailer also, where he falls and he, he figures out how to fly when he when he almost lands through, or he falls through the barn. So that was really cool. Uh, you also get an appearance from Marlon Brando, the dearly departed Marlon Brando. Uh, makes an appearance? Yeah, makes an appearance. He before he died or they uh, no, no, took his dead body and ones. threw it in? In the Fortress of Solitude, yeah, they dug him up. <laughs> they basically did a weekend no, they, of Barney's they, on him. To show how they play old clips from the other movie. Yeah, yeah, they they had unused footage from the first one. And oh, it was unused? Yeah. Oh, I just assumed they did repeats and just for the hell of it. Uh, basically, you see him in the you Fortress of MI3 Solitude. Yet? Actually, you hear his voice first. Not repeats of MI3. <laughs> and then they show his face in the Fortress of Solitude when um, Lex visits there at the very first of the movie. So, um, let's see. Other than that... Uh, so is it worth opening day? Is it worth going to see it opening weekend? I, you know what? Honestly, this made... I already watched Smallville quite a bit. I, I, I've seen every episode. Um, but I don't read the comics. That would definitely classify it as quite a bit. That's right. Uh, but I don't read the, the Superman comics. Uh, because there's always been something about Superman that's been kind of off-putting. Uh, the fact he's that so he's powerful. Superman and nothing never, really hurts I've him. I've never been a big fan of Superman, except for like the original movies when I was younger. But yeah. I have I've never s- really got into that character, though, but overall. It, and that's the thing. Smallville is not really about Superman. It's really about... Does he? Uh, no, I wouldn't <laughs> say so. <laughs> it, it has moments, <laughs> but... It's it's more about the teen angst and discovering who you are. It's not about Superman. The character, one Tree so. Hill. I have that on DVD yet. So um, it's more like One Tree Hill. Yeah, it's Because I can get into yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Um... But as, <laughs> as a Superman character, it really made me love the character again and really respect what that character is for and He's really blind. be excited again like I was when I was a kid when I saw Superman 1 and 2. Um, so it's definitely... The first half of the movie is awesome. The second half could have used some tweaking. The second half is still decent. But the, yeah, oh yeah. Still my biggest complaint is the super evil plan. Well, and it's here's stupid. the thing. I started thinking about this today. Okay, if... I, we're not going to say what the the whole evil plan And it is. wasn't developed that well. It's making um, a, it's he, he's making some kind of continent, right? To take over well, or something. It, you can get that from the trailer. Okay. You see yes, all basically these. what he does is he's building, he's trying to rebuild Krypton. Um, sort of, I guess. He's just trying to well, build a landmass on okay. the face of the earth. All right, so yeah, we won't reveal the twist on the movie, but yeah, that that's in the trailer. Basically what happens is he takes a crystal that he discovers in the Fortress of Solitude, which he went to in Superman 2. So he goes back there after he... Um, well, by the way, the movie's out now, so it's not like you're really that's spoiling true. a whole this lot. That's true. This is true. But those for the... Okay. Anyway, whatever. If you haven't seen it and don't want to know the details, you can just skip this part. Skip a little part forward. Um, so he takes a crystal and he tries to regrow, or he tries to grow a continent that will basically swallow America eventually. Mostly he'll US. have advanced technology and he will be the ruler of this new landmass. What they do not emphasize is because he mixes it with kryptonite, and to grow this, and apparently the crystals will bond with whatever minerals. Yeah, it will take on the properties. Yeah, what they don't emphasize, what they really fail to, and this is why I think it might have been off-putting to a lot of people, is because that they don't emphasize is that not only is he trying to build a world for himself to be the ruler of, he's also trying to build a world where Superman cannot come in, where Superman is not a part of that world as he is on the in the current metropolis. It's a way to keep Superman out of the world. And they briefly touch on that at the first of the movie when they talk about uh, gods are people who don't share their powers. Again uh, in the people. trailer. Again in the trailer, right. And so they briefly touch on it, but they don't really emphasize that with the evil plan. Uh, now, Dustin, had you had a big problem with the climax scene when Superman's trying to stop this growth from happening. And I started thinking about it today, and 
Yeah, we'll leave that alone, I guess. Not well, to say what that is. Yeah, but. I'm not saying you know what happens, but I'll put it this way: if you have a problem with, how, I don't see how you can have a problem with that, but then not have a problem with Superman flying around the world backwards to make it spin backwards to go back in time. I have a problem with that too. That's even worse. I think they're both terrible. Okay. Did he do that again in the movie? No, no, no. Oh. I'm just saying in Superman one, he go he spins the Earth backwards. That's I would say. say, and that's even that's. I think this is the Mark Hudson If show. you like that movie, you should like this movie because this is a better plot overall. It's better, but now, still. What on the uh, on the little audio clip you've been playing uh, that you played on the intro and stuff? What's that sound that sounds like a lightsaber? On it's the like, oh, I don't know. That, that's probably the growing of the shit. It might when be. He's, talk, he's talking to someone and or something. I, I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. I've noticed that both times it sounds like a lightsaber. Hmm. Well, maybe maybe they whipped out lightsabers and we just didn't well, see well, it. Well, maybe not. Um, I don't know. I'm Two dollars. Not really sure. I don't know why that was played either. But, <laughs> um, That's what was supposed to be played, dipshit. So what else? Uh, I won't talk about the twist in the movie. Maybe we can talk about that some other time. But well, maybe. you were talking about wanting to compare it to uh, yeah. other renditions of Superman. Okay, so let's do that briefly. Okay, uh, so rate them. Right rate, now. rate the renditions of Superman. Every all both the all all of the movies. Well, three uh, and four, okay. I think we can pass on. Yeah, three. Well, especially since this is supposed to be a sequel to two, so it yeah. basically ignores three and four. Although those Which would automatically good, go to the bottom of the list, anyways. Um, I would have to say, personally, I would put this one probably second to two, just from nostalgia purposes. And then yeah, probably one. I have as to last. agree. Two as an overall plot had the best plot. It had a had, couple of bad things now, in it. Is had the one where he fights the three guys? Yeah. Right, Zod and Is Ursula. that the one where he's in Niagara Falls? Yeah. Or which one? Okay. Yeah. And that's the part that doesn't hold up as well, that whole half, first half of the movie. But as an overall plot, it is, it is the better of the three. It's the best of the three for sure, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I would have to say, I would have to agree with Dustin, this one's number two. Uh, Superman 1, which had an excellent first half, probably comes in third. Yeah. Uh, but it's... And we don't count the Richard Pryor and the Shocker yeah, hands. Right. <laughs> as far as Superman incarnations goes... Um, Chris Reeve is still probably probably the best overall Superman out there, but I have to say Ralph Bre- is pretty good. Ralph though. comes in a close second. He's really good. Uh, it's f- he's definitely the second best actor to Reeve. Yeah. Um, as far as Superman incarnations goes, I would have to say that I don't know. Lois and Clark almost comes in third for me, honestly, just because I I loved it so much. <laughs> Uh, You're talking about after the movies and after what? TV show? Smallville next? Yeah, I'm talking about incarnations overall. Yeah. Uh, the George Reeves series, while I enjoyed it as a kid. It's not, no. It, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, as much as I love that show, it's probably number four. So that makes Smallville probably number three. Uh, I don't really remember the Superboy, Superboy syndicated series that came out. I don't remember much about it. No, me neither. But it was probably... I don't know if I ever even watched that. Because I watched it, but because it's not rem- memorable in that way, it has to come in at number five. Yeah. Um, I do remember one episode, and that's where Superboy fought Dracula, who owned a black airplane. Oh, terrible. Um, but other than that, I listened to the theme song the other day, and it definitely doesn't hold up. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you can... It's a wonder. I don't know if you can include the uh, Bruce Tim animated series in the Justice League series, but that was definitely a good version of Superman as well. Yeah, I, that's a good version, but I, I don't know if we're talking about standalone. Yeah, if you're talking about live action, yeah. yeah, or standalone opposed to you know yeah. cartoon renditions. And it, it's really not hard, cartoon, but you know, it, multiple players. In yeah. Those. Well, you know what comes even probably below the Superboy series is the Kirk Allen serials back in the day. If you've ever seen those, no, I've never seen those. Now, the uh, one thing I saw on a clip I saw that was kind of goofy, I guess, was. He's like a million miles above the Earth. Right. 
and he listens mm-hmm. and hears an ambulance. And he flies down, and that's where that machine gun guy is, or whatever. He feels like he hears like an ambulance or a fire truck or whatever. Right. Now, if you have supersonic hearing, you're millions of miles above the Earth, or however high up he is, and you you just listen. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to hear so much ambient noise that you're not going to be able to make out one thing from the other. Well, maybe How the hell does he pick out a freaking fire truck out of all the and out of all the fire trucks in all the world that are going at the same time? Here's your explanation. He's Superman. Yeah. It's so insane. <laughs> he just zoomed it in. He, maybe he can tune it in in his head. He's like, I only want the North American frequencies or whatever. Who knows? I don't know. It was so, I was like, oh, he just randomly hears the one that happens to be where he needs to be. Yeah. Well, that, that's a small, 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 wonder. Uh, small wonder. Plot to take <laughs> argument with. I don't know what I'm Yeah, why do you say. have to be such an asshole? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. No. <laughs> If you can hear all that yeah, stuff, you're going to hear everything. I know. But just one thing. It, it's a great movie. No, it's I know. I know what you're saying. It's. I guess it was just for the big effect to be, you know, out in outer space. and. It's definitely worthy. Zoom in on the eyes. Like, oh, I heard something. <laughs> I will give Brian Singer this. Brian Singer did a great version of Superman. He does the character moments very well, as he always does. And... Um, where would you just out of curiosity on a side note where would you put Tom Welling in that list? As probably, far as acting Probably goes? fourth or fifth? Or do you mean the Smallville... Superboy character, Superboy him, character? his <laughs> acting ability compared to the others. I mean, in recent years, it's gotten better, but I don't know. Especially him, if you go in the first year or so, him and George Reeves. He's probably worse year. than George Reeves. Yeah, maybe. But I would. De- I, I don't know. Michael Rosenbaum's just such a good Lex. It's yeah. such a relatable Lex. And, you know, we should write That's more. Should, what I was hoping for in the movie, yeah, than well, the old Gene Hackman version. Well, we should rank the Lexes. You know, I think <laughs> the Lexi, the Lexi. I think I think Michael Rosenbaum is will probably be my favorite. Um, you know, coming in again, you're going to get pelted in a sandstorm right. of uh, emails there. But well, we have to get one email first oh, yeah, before we get a sandstorm of them. <laughs> um, I don't know. After that, I don't enjoy the over-the-top Lex Luthor as much as a lot of people do. So, therefore, I have a bigger problem with Gene Hackman, although he's a great actor. So, Kevin Spacey might be second? Kevin Spacey is definitely second. After that, I have to say, it's a toss-up. Well, there, wasn't even a, there wasn't even a Lex in the old George Reeves, was there? No, there wasn't. It was okay. all... It was more serialized. Generic. Yeah. Uh, but you're, what you're leaving out there is John Shea from Lois and Clark and then Gene Hackman. Oh, John Shea, yeah. Uh, Gene probably Hackman's probably a better actor. Um, but John Shea, he started off very campy, if you watch the pilot. But he got better. He was still campy, but he wasn't as campy as Gene Hackman. So, therefore, I have to put that ver- the John Shea version of Lex before Gene Hackman. The darker the character, the more yeah. apt you are to rank them higher on the list, which I agree with. Uh, and I have to say, I- I'm glad they didn't bring in the Otis character. If you remember from Superman 1 or 2, he was uh, Lex's pal, the-, the fat guy that hung out with Lex. Yeah, but they basically replaced him with uh, no, Parker no, Posey, didn't no, they? No, because uh, they... Well, the thing about Oscar, whatever his name was, call him Mr. Luthor. I hated that. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, Miss, they actually had, instead of having Miss Tessmacher, who was in Superman 1 and 2... Holly Hornby. He had Kitty, who was Parker Posey. Oh, okay. And, there, you know, there's something... I know... There's something about Parker Posey that is strangely attractive. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's got to be um, really strange. What I heard the other day... What I heard she was earlier was they thought... <laughs> Giant that, balls. Uh, the whole time they were watching the movie, they wished Parker Posey was playing Lois Lane. You, she would have made a she better probably Lois been Lane. Better. That's absolutely true. That that's that's a great that, that's that's a good point. Great. She would have made a much better Lois Lane. That's a good point. She plays the bitch. That's a good point. The bitch, the tough as nails bitch, so much better. Um, that's stupid. Why so, bitch? You know, I, I, if I had they to give to, a ranking, they need to fire their casting people. <laughs> 
Uh, hire, hire me. I have to yeah. give it a four out of five, I guess. Yeah. All right. I get, do you agree? Ten. Four out of five break rooms. Four out of five break rooms. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? I thought we yeah. did shockers. Uh, shock no, four we do the break rooms. Oh, okay. We well, did shockers we on X-Men. Up, we got to come up with some Four out of five choppers. Okay. We'll give it the Dave rating. Um... And I think Shop I, Dave. I think Superman, the new Superman four, whatever it's four called. Four out of five sandstorms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think just like X Men two, it's going to be better than Superman Returns because we'll get all the exposition out of the way, and it's yeah. just going to be a kick ass movie. No, I thought it was really good. I'd probably give it three and a half or four out of yeah. five. Are they are they planning on doing like another trilogy based stemming off this one? I know they'll do. They've already got a, another one lined up after this. I think Singer said today, as I was reading on a website, that he is actually going to do the remake of Logan's Run after this. Have that on DVD yet? Uh, they do. And oh, not cool. the remake. Oh, okay. They not the new the one. Um, okay. He's probably going to do that, and then he'll probably go back to Superman. So. It'll be good. I think High the, five. the next he'll, Superman will be he'll better. He'll do two really solid ones, and then they'll put in some random yeah. character that makes it suck. Then they'll get <laughs> Michael Bay or Brett Ratner to come yeah. in and take over. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Zacharias Musawi. It's definitely worth your money, your your 8 bucks, your 10 bucks, whatever you're paying in your two local venue. Dollars. <laughs> Which, man, fucking theaters. I don't oh, know. Their fucking prices. Jesus. I know. What did it cost? Even like, the freaking... The, Soda the and the popcorn. Yeah, it cost. Well, how much did it cost you for a hot dog and a drink? Seven twenty-five. It cost me nine fifty for a popcorn and a drink. That's ridiculous. I ate the mom. Yes, yeah, mom flavored popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, good job, Brian Singer. It's definitely worth your money. Go check it out this weekend. And I, I think Pirates of the Caribbean opens this weekend, or maybe it's next weekend. But I think personally, people are hungry yeah. for. For Superman than they are pirates. So. Oh, I. That's good. That movie's gonna. There's more. Oh, it's gonna do well. It's gonna do well. Don't it's get me wrong. So it's gonna be so much overhype, and then the movie's not gonna be as that good. Um, that's very true. I think people are have more invested in the Superman mythology than they do the pirate movie. So, so you're probably overall uh, Americans, I guess. But there's so many insane fans of those parts of the Caribbean. It's crazy. Well, I've only. Seen I don't know anybody once. that doesn't like that movie. Oh, it was good, but that's it doesn't mean that. It doesn't it, have the mythology. It's got a Superman ton of does. hype around it. Though. Yeah, it does. It has. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. I mean, tons. You, yeah. You've seen promos for that in all kinds of different ways too. Even more than Superman's done. That's what I mean. It's probably gonna. It, it's probably gonna blow Superman out of the water and as far as actual sales. Maybe uh, not on how good it is, but as far as actual sales. Maybe initial weekend. I don't know if it'll hold up long term. If it sucks, because they filmed both of them back to back. The next two sequels. So you'll have another one coming next summer. It's they're doing the special effects on that now. So of which movie? The next Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, they're doing four of them. No, they're doing, they've done three so far. They filmed three. Well, I know, but they've done two, and then they they have two more sequels. No, no, I'm saying they filmed. They did. They did. Oh, both they did both of those back. sequels. So you'll have, to, uh, you'll okay. have another one next I'm summer. Li- I'm personally looking forward to Pirates of the Caribbean than Superman. Really? But that's just because, like I said, I've never been an insane Superman fan. Yeah. Ninjas beat up Pirates. And now that I know it's three hours, that's going to make me even more sketchy to go. It, watch it. it flies by though. It really does. Hey, nice reference. <laughs> That's called puns, I, my I, friend. I have to say, the Pirates of the Caribbean, the uh, the main bad guy, that looks really lame with that's, the little tenet, with the little octopus shit. No that's what's turning ombre. That's what's turning me. Is that off him? The movie. Yeah, that's him. Arg, no complaining, <laughs> ombre. So we'll have to see. But opening weekend, at least the Pirates of the Caribbean, even if it sucks, opening weekend's going to be huge. Oh yeah, it'll be. This will be huge for Superman too. It may not open till next weekend. I'll actually, be surprised. So. We'll just see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I would be surprised if. 
Superman may do awesome yeah. too. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. I've heard more hype about Pirates of the Caribbean. Than, I know. Than Superman, besides in just the nerd circles. Yeah. The nerd yeah. circles obviously are way more hyped about Superman. Got him a dork. Good point. All right. And well, I guess that about does it for our Superman review this week. Um, the band this week is uh, Houston Calls. We played them on the original <laughs> Division G show, which failed. Um, once we're gonna oh, play them again. Terrible. Yes, it was terrible. <laughs> well, I gotta, well, I gotta kick them while they're down. Cause well, I gotta kick show. them while they're poppated. I can kick myself in my ass. It was my show. <laughs> it was another Mark Hudson show. Uh, the band is Houston Calls. Of course it was. You can find me at HoustonCalls.com or at MySpace.com/slash Houston Calls. No, that um, that wasn't a Mark Hudson show. Dun, that was dun, that dun, other dun. dude that would not shut up. Oh, that was the Michael Hinman yes, show. Yes, that was the Michael Hinman show. <laughs> Break rooms out of Well, for the, for the first episode, could, yeah. That guy could talk. But then he, yeah, he, yeah, he's very... We don't pod fade. Very we don't pod fade. We definitely pod faded. <laughs> uh, this song is Exit Emergency. Break rooms out of
stories do you have? All right. Hell yeah, it's time to hang in the hanger, 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 hanger. I will win the crowd. I will give them something they've never seen before. The dead Pope. 87 million users. Mm-hmm. Anal. I have my signal. Unleash hell. Down here. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? No, it's not, but thanks for asking. Welcome to the hangar. Yes, everybody, welcome to another. Are, are the mics even on? I can't hear yes. myself. Yes, I can't hear myself either. There, they're there, on. Yeah, high five. Why well, you got to keep turning the headphones down? Ah, ass. Why are we talking about this? Let's go. Are you a producer or what? No, not really. All right, time for another edition Not a good of one. As We Walk Up I to the... I have to have the headphones on so I can hear you while I'm up in the chopper. That's right. Uh, that's a good point. Chopper uh, Dave! As we, you know, as uh, we stroll to the airfield and open the doors yeah. to the hangar. Otherwise, I can't um, communicate with y'all back down on the ground. Mark Hudson's crying over here because the Mark Hudson Show host is not able to uh, <sighs> speak what he Here's Chopper Dave! He tried to start it about ten times right. over there. This is the Mark Hudson Show. Go ahead. You guys want me to be the bus driver. I'm driving All the right. bus, baby. Not the chopper. I'm driving the chopper. I drive the he's, bus to the hangar. You're the flight attendant on the chopper. No, I drove he's the bus the to the hangar. Hey, okay. I'm driving the chopper, and I couldn't hear the headphones either. All so. right, so shut up. They're up. They're up. I can hear them. All right, okay. good. Launch the chopper, bitch. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so on Wednesday, uh, Reuters. Reuters. There you go. Yay. <laughs> High five. <laughs> Reuters, uh, did y'all hear about the uh, new Freedom Tower plans are finally uh, done? Actually, this is that? actually a story I have not read. I know. <laughs> I tried to go through and find something you might not have read yet. No, they uh, on Wednesday, I guess they released the plans for what will replace the World Trade Centers. It's going to be a 1,776-foot tall um, glass building that will take place of it. Well, I thought I thought Wiener, didn't they come up with finalized the plans like a year ago or something? They did, but supposedly uh, they the police or whoever said it was too uh, unprotected from attacks of like car bombs and shit. Hmm. So they made plans to put this huge concrete base on it, and then everyone thought that looked ugly as shit. Ah. So now they are going to make a base made out of a uh, heat-treated glass hmm. instead of concrete, which I guess is safer. How much is that going to cost? Uh, I don't know, probably millions and millions and so millions of dollars. Is it going to be an actual office Two building again? Or is dollars. It be just I believe it's going to be the World Trade Center again. Supposedly. Really? From what well, I could Newsman tell... Newsman Dave should uh, have researched that before he well, came in here. I was trying to look for that, and from what I could tell from the article, it looks like they're, it's going to be called like uh, the World Trade Center again. Th- there should so. be no trying. I mean, you should just do it. I only have limited time <laughs> and limited <laughs> gas in the chopper. I can only cover uh, so many stories. Cleaner? Just going for a refuel. Um, supposedly, though, if it is attacked, which I guess they're planning the whole thing around being attacked, so way to show that we have good <laughs> security and you know yeah. we're not that worried about it. The glass I won't. Know. The glass won't shatter. It'll break into tiny little pebbles and fall <laughs> safely to the ground. Kill people below. Which, yeah, awesome. I can't really see tiny little pebbles, whether they're shards of glass or not, feeling too good being <laughs> hit from 
2,000 feet in the air. What they, <laughs> should, point. what they should do is just install a giant laser on the very top, and that way they can shoot down any more airplanes. They, they should. They are going to have a huge uh, antenna on the top that they raises... They redo the technology. Um, and where was it at? It's like a... Struggling. <laughs> 200 foot antenna on the top. For I guess Does they will be using the building because they're using that for TV and radio. And Does stuff. it have a laser on the top of it? <laughs> it should. <laughs> <laughs> they were saying uh, they're going to build it without any... They're gonna. It's gonna look clear instead of green, like most glass buildings you right. see downtown, because they're gonna take out all of the iron. Hmm. So I guess it'll just be all held Weird. together by glass. So that'll be interesting. Very interesting. Now, <laughs> in related news, Tuesday, have y'all heard about the Twinkies cookbook that's coming out? No. You didn't hear about this? No, I haven't. Twinkies is releasing their own cookbook with what all fuck, foods made out of Twinkies. All there's foods made out of Twinkies. Fifty recipes in oh, it. So there's like a, a Twinkie taco. There is. I two of the highlights are Twinkie burritos. Eat the penis. And Twinkie lasagna. Cream. Gross. They don't say how any of it are made yet. It just so says what what it is. It's to celebrate their 75th anniversary. I'll tell you, you make it a Twinkie That's burrito. Stupid. You just take a Twinkie and wrap it in a fucking tortilla. <laughs> Who would want to eat them? Though? <laughs> it's so insane. I ate them all. Put some cheese on top. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Fucking Twinkies. And do you put like? Throw do not some pull that. <laughs> do, you throw oh, some, do you throw some Twinkies in with some Parmesan cheese and some tomato sauce? Put in my ass. <sighs> Whatever. That's man. insane. They're the biggest contributor to diabetes in America. You sure about that? They got to be you one. You have the statistical research to prove that? No, but that's an opinion of one. So that well, they've got to be one of the biggest. Come on, look it. how long they've been around. They had the little Twinkie mascot. He said, "Hey, kids, eat me." <laughs> He's full <laughs> of sugar. <laughs> Eat the penis. <laughs> He's full of sugar, and people have been eating that shit since like the Stone Ages. Cream, cream, full of uh, cream. Dimer Chrysler has an. Have y'all seen the new uh, Dimer Chrysler car they're going to bring out in two thousand and eight? No. That's a. Uh, it's called Four Two. As the name Vildervar of the car, it's a two seater car. It's really, really tiny. Check out. You got and, a picture uh, of that bitch. There's a picture right here if you want to look that up while I'm talking. All right. And uh, that stupid white bitch. It's going to cost about fifteen thousand dollars. It's supposed to get um, sixteen sixty nine miles per gallon on the highway. Sixty sixty nine miles per gallon. Sixteen. But it only has it. It seats two people. And wait till you see it. You'll laugh. It only has about sixty horsepower. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be real powerful. <laughs> Three, five, four. <laughs> Point Wipe two. Wipe my ass with pine cones. Dash LG. It's supposed to be like eight point two three feet from bumper to bumper. Jesus, it's like a yeah. it's like a Euro car. It's a Euro car they're bringing to America. In oh, I've seen one of those before. Oh, those are terrible. Good lord, that was awful. So they're they're hyping that up right now as the next big seller for them. They're trying to bring Mercedes out of the toilet. I Mercedes is in the toilet. Supposedly they're in the toilet right now. Not if you drive they're around not here doing in Dallas. Very good. I'm pretty surprised by that too. They've been, I guess they've been spending more on making their cars than they have been selling the cars. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard they're a bitch to maintain as far as like... Can you expenses. imagine driving that thing? No. Supposedly it can no. get up to 80 no. miles an hour on the highway. I don't <laughs> think I could go at 80 miles an hour? That would scare me. I don't think I could fit in that thing. I mean, just a wind gust would knock you <laughs> off the road. It's supposed to be pretty, You're pretty just a safe. Hit, I was reading tail. a review of a guy that was driving one, and he was in between two 18-wheelers going 70 miles an hour, and he said it felt perfectly fine. 
Like it has all this high advanced traction control shit in it. I don't believe that. It looks insane. I think that guy was lying. Yeah, I think he was too. Now, another one from uh, Reuters, which this one I got from Marcus's uh, things. Right. My things. Someone uh, (laughs) from the stuff you you learned. (laughs) The stuff I learned, Um, my things I learned this week. You know what? I'm tired. Could you just call yourself an idiot? In Moulton, Pakistan, Foch Muhammad, a prisoner. (laughs) Not a real name. At uh, (laughs) a... (laughs) <laughs> at, um, in Pakistan said he w- had some pains in his groin when he woke up mm. in his groin area <laughs> in his stomach I remember this but in my ass he didn't yeah he, he he was wondering if something got put in his ass <laughs> so he went and had it checked out at the doctor and it turns out a light bulb was in his ass <laughs> <laughs> there's and there's some uh, but in ex- my ass there's some x-ray, x-rays up of it on online and you can see the full full light bulb in his dub, dub, uh, dub, ass. Jack. Go to your uh, your links. You can see it on the links you had. Sweet. And um, he says, when I woke up, I felt pain in my lower abdomen, but later in the hospital, <laughs> they told me about this. They told me what it was. He has no idea <laughs> how it got there. Good Lord. They had to do surgery, and they had to take... They removed it whole without breaking oh it. Oh, my God. I think... It, wait That's a minute. way up in his it's ass. Way the hell up inside him. And this guy says he doesn't know how he it says got he inside. Do, he says he thinks he was drugged. He's so full of shit. Oh. Yeah, he... He said he blamed on the police, right? The poli- he doesn't know if it police was the police or other prisoners. That's that's stupid. He's a tool. He what he was doing is he was getting fucked in the ass. Decided to do a little, just shove some things up there to get some, you know, hot yeah, light bulb action. Yeah, I know that you're gay. Just like those people that shove cucumbers in them, or whatever to get off. He was trying something new. It's yeah, it's it's an insane picture. And he just didn't want to admit to it. I'm so excited. There's. You know, With the light bulbs, you know. Now, yeah. oh, in uh, Dungguan, China. Fake city? That's probably <laughs> fake city. <laughs> in response to, I'll just read this one. In response to international criticism of Chinese <coughs> workplace inequity and labor rights, China's National Labor Committee agreed Monday to establish an unpaid 15-minute break during the regular 18-hour workday to allow pregnant women to expel the child from their body. <laughs> <laughs> Adjust to being hour? new parents. Eight, 15 minutes out of their 18-hour workday. Oh, my God. Adjust to being new parents. Wash their hands and return to work. <laughs> What do you do with your baby? <laughs> Flush that, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> to prevent abuse of privileges, this 15-minute period also incorporates the one weekly bathroom break all the workers are allotted. Holy shit. Initial response of the female workers has been positive, with most women preferring the new rule over the old one, which stipulated that newborn child must remain where it lands on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fake oh story. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got that from The Onion. I just oh. had to redo it. It was funny as shit. Damn it. <laughs> I was thinking about doing stories. a little segment where I was going to say, can y'all pick the fake story out? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That'd make a good contest. Yeah, and I was wondering if y'all would believe that one or the Twinkie one. Oh, speaking of the contest. Or maybe the guy with the light bulb in his ass. So if you're... It looks like two Pringles hugging. If you listen to uh, Jersey Todd this week and, you know, you heard about this this way... Uh, I don't know where my paper went. Oh, dub, 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 jot, um, dub, 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 jot. We're actually doing a contest this week uh, for the band we played last week called The Hush Sound. And you may have heard them also on the Daily Source Code this week. Um, but we're doing a uh, contest. You can win a CD and the poster straight from Fuel by Ramen Records. If we don't pod fade. Uh, they will send it to you. All you have to do is send us the best voicemail. We do have a new voicemail number. Uh, which is two one four three two two three two fuck T one T one four two two one four three two nine nine TBR which is TBR is really eight two seven if you can't spell on That's the top pad. So uh, whoever gives us the best voicemail and if it, if we only get one and it really sucks that person wins the album. So uh, thanks to Jersey Todd for playing that this week. So leave us voicemails. Good bitches. luck to you kids. 
That's right. Hopefully, I'll have more luck than this. Oh, eat the penis. And go check out the Hush Sound at uh, myspace.com slash the Hush Sound. Hopefully, you'll have more luck than this 12-year-old boy in Florida that died on a, a Disney theme park ride. <laughs> Dude. Did y'all hear about this? Yeah, I did. I didn't hear but, about uh, it. Did you hear about this? Yeah, I don't know why Dustin's joking around about You're the one laughing, dying. not me. <laughs> I personally respect the dead. I, you know. <laughs> God, they said they didn't know why he died at first, but he was on um, a Disney website. The ride that he was riding is called the, Ro- the Rock and Roller Coaster, and it describes it as zooming from 0 to 60 miles per hour with the force of a supersonic F-14, taking high-speed loops and turns synchronized to specially recorded Aerosmith soundtrack. <laughs> Aerosmith? So I'm guessing the Aerosmith music killed him, <laughs> being forced to listen to that during the ride. Ooh. Caused him to have a coronary. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this was uh, posted Thursday. The uh, According to Health Day News, I guess they did a study. And alcohol, alcohol abuse by minors <laughs> results in almost 3,200 deaths a year, four times the amount of deaths due to any kind of illegal drugs totally combined. I think that deserves a slow clap. That's, a, that. that's a good clap. Have you ever been pelted in a sandstorm? Oh, wait, Basically, the point of the story is we spend... 25 times the amount of public funds um, I guess like for drug education and that type right. of stuff when and almost nothing is spent on educating kids about alcohol. I know! Isn't this also known as Darwinism? Darwinism? I mean, I Eliminating those from the race who I know it's being mean but From the race? From the race of humanity Yeah. But, you know why is better than the species Why is it always, why is it always about competition? It's the Mark Hudson show. White Mexican. I'm the alpha male. All right, Marcus. I know you'll. This you'll is like the Mark Hudson show. All right. Since it's the Mark Hudson show. This is the Mark Hudson show. Uh, Britney Spears is posing naked. Yeah. Now I got the picture. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's pregnant. Yeah. It wasn't. In um, Harper's Bazaar magazine. The fuck. Which, that's isn't that a women's magazine? I have no. I have idea. no idea. Never read it. I that's mean, pretty nerdy for you to know that. She's dyed her hair black on the cover, though. Right. And so here's the pictures. Um, oh, I haven't seen the inside pictures. Yeah. So here's the pictures. Basically, they're, she basically tried to pull a Demi Moore from when she did that magazine years ago. Why she got a uh, back when she had baby net Ashton on her face? Does she have what? I don't know. It's. <laughs> can you zoom in on that one? <laughs> Which one? This one? The second one. Second one. Yeah, you can tell this one was obviously airbrushed because you know she doesn't have exactly perfectly smooth skin all over her entire body. Right. <laughs> you know there were some veins in there with that stretched out <laughs> belly. And now she has perfect what? skin yeah. over her entire body. Why does she have to pose nude now? I mean, shouldn't she have done this about four years ago when she was the height of her career? Ah. Now she's trying to get some attention. That's not showing her as being white trash like on the interview she had. She looks white trash here. She looks like she just got done doing crap. Now, it said there were some naked ones of Sean Preston, her son. Were they on there? I didn't see them. It says on, on this article penis. in the spread there were some naked photos of, with, of her with Sean Preston oh, holding right. him or something. Shop a Dave! Oh, there he is. Oh. Well, he's, yeah, he's covered up. Well, Here's another one of her laying out with her belly. More airbrushing. Which, whatever, man. Interesting. Wrong time. Doesn't even look like her. Well. Well. Hmm. Oh. Uh, this also says that she's planning on moving home to uh, Kentwood, Louisiana. Well, you know what? After all the shit she's gone through recently, I'd probably move, too. Everybody criticizing her left and right. I would probably move, too. Hopefully that'll ruin Kentwood, all the media that'll move in. And Why do you hate Louisiana? <laughs> I don't know. I know. Why do you I hate that hate town? Small town? I hate Britney Spears. 
I hate everything that she has anything to do with. Cleaner? I hope it all gets destroyed. So it's you're called, you're wishing that's, more that's hurricane destruction? Stupid on, on Louisiana, on Britney Spears' house. <laughs> I want a hurricane to hit Britney Spears' house. Specifically, her house. She just put her house in front of a, a levee at New Orleans. Just yeah. move it. One a week levee <laughs> <laughs> that I'm hitting with a sledgehammer to help it break. <laughs> <laughs> now I think the last story, uh, Marcus has some audio of this, which yeah, I don't really know much about this one because so I don't really give a shit. But I think I have the audio of it. It was kind of the... Marcus pulled it, and Dustin, sweet, clean, beautiful Dustin has it. Exactly. It was really the biggest story in entertainment media this oh. week in that... Uh, I that think that's a relative comment. Compared to what? It was really the most... There could be something else. Superman opening? Well, I'm saying the most scandalous story in entertainment this Maybe. week. Maybe. There might have been Britney something Spears else. Spears posing naked? That really was the most scandalous story. Okay. I mean... Again, a matter of opinion. Okay, Just whatever. It know. is a matter of opinion. You're right. This is the Mark Hudson show. One of the most talked about stories this week, besides Superman. <laughs> to you. Besides the You talked dude. about it the most. Whatever. Besides okay. the breaker. What the fuck ever. <laughs> All right. It was a big event nonetheless. Okay. We don't have to play it. Fuck play it. The audio. Play the audio. All right. So basically what this is, is that bitch, Star Jones, uh, they were going to, a couple months ago, they decided Rosie O'Donnell was going to come in and take the place of Meredith Fiera. Rosie O'Donnell and Star Jones hate each other. Um... And they, it had been rumored for a while that she was going to be fired. And so uh, this week she decided to jump the gun on the view people. And she was supposed to not announce until next week, but she decided to jump the gun and go ahead and uh, leave now. So if you play the first one there. Okay, sorry. Excuse me one minute, you guys. I apologize for interrupting you. Something's been on my heart for a little bit. And... Um, after much prayer and counsel, uh, I feel like this is the right time to tell you that uh, the show's moving in another direction for its 10th season, and I will not be returning as co-host next year. Um, High five! To me, that you've been I'm going to hold your hands right now, because as you might imagine, it's not sure. a hard thing to do, okay? Yeah. It's been the most amazing nine years of my entire professional and personal life. Barbara, I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity of a lifetime to sit at this table and sit with you guys. Whoa! Um, my co-hosts, Joy and Elizabeth and my Meredith and F. Cynthia. Uh, we have a lifetime of memories together. And uh, I'm going to take all of that and the respect that I have for all of you with me. She's so full of shit. She is. Prayer my ass. She knew she was going <laughs> to get fired. Basically is what it was. And uh, what I read this week How do you was, know that for sure? Because that's been rumored for the last six months or so. Has it? Since, okay. Yeah. How do you know she knew that? Um, because as you'll find out from the next clip, they had already told her she was going to Oh, okay. okay. Um, but the rumor, the reason she was going to get fired is because according to ABC, she was trending downward uh, because of her marriage and the fact that she did not let on. She claimed that instead of um, getting bi- gastric bypass, which everybody knows she did in reality, she claims it was Pilates and willpower, which is bullshit. And all the so apparently she got a bunch of free swag for a wedding, was promoting them on the air, and so people started hating her because of that. Um, so, anyways, uh, Barbara Walters in the next clip talks about uh, that. Well, she was supposed to be on the show for a few more weeks until they started the next season, and she basically did not come back yesterday. And Barbara Walters explains why. No, wait, wait, wait! Not, stop! Wait, is that the right one? Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I thought that was three. Can you just let me go, you, Steve? Out, go out. High this five. is, truthfully, a very difficult day for us, and, and it's a sad day for us. 
If you were watching the program yesterday, you would have heard Star announce that she's leaving The View and will not be on the program next fall. We didn't expect her to make this statement yesterday. She gave us no warning, and we were taken by surprise. Surprise. But the truth is that Star has known for months that ABC did not want to renew her contract and that she would not be asked back in the fall. The network made this decision based on a variety of reasons, which I won't go into now. But we were never going to say this. We wanted to protect Star. And so we told her that she could say whatever she wanted about why she was leaving and that we would back her up. We worked closely with her representatives and we gave her time to look for another job and we hoped then that she would announce it here in the program and leave with dignity. But Star made another choice. And since her announcement yesterday, she has made further announcements that have surprised us. So it is becoming uncomfortable for us to pretend that everything is the same at this table. And therefore, regrettably, Star will no longer be on this program. This okay, now, I almost have more of a problem with that. Because well, they say, okay, she says, okay, we're gonna, we told her we're going to protect her right. and let oh, her say what she wants to leave and why and let her do it on the show. Now, I know she didn't do it on their time frame, right. but didn't she say what she wanted to well, on the show about why she wanted to leave? That's a the great re- point. The, the, the problem with that is, is, yeah, on the air, she came out with dignity, but then the next night or that night or something, she did an interview and she was tearing them new assholes, basically. Apparently. Do you have any clips of that? No, unfortunately, I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was going to be on Larry King on Thursday night, apparently doing an interview with him. And she did another interview with uh, People Magazine where she says that she felt she was fired, which she was. Um, but apparently, so they're, apparently Barbara and Star are now fighting through their agents quite a bit. So, so really, the show nor her, neither one took the high road. They pretty much both decided to much. get down in the mud and uh, get dirty. And yeah, this great. last clip is from, those first two were uh, on ABC, on The View. Um, but this last show, or this last clip is from Ryan Seacrest's radio show. I think it was today or maybe yesterday morning. So, If anyone should feel betrayed, then it should probably be me. Because in the same week, that I was told that I was not being renewed. That's the same week that Rosie O'Donnell vilified me in the media. Mm -hmm. And the exact same week that Barbara, my mentor and friend and colleague of nine years, called her and invited her to be a co-host on The View. I know. You felt like she didn't have your back. Well, she didn't have my back. I know. That's pretty much it. That's where it cut off. That was... uh, that was courtesy of uh, Scarborough County or Scarborough Fair, whatever that show is on MSNBC, which actually kind of a funny show from the clip I watched. I've never watched MSNBC before. Oh, Joe Scarborough? Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad show. It's not a, yeah, it's actually not that bad. So, But uh, thanks to MSNBC for that. Got it off MSNBC.com where you can watch video. So, um, they, so that's about it. I mean, it's... They get rid of her off that show, and dub, now dub, they're going to get Rosie, John. which... You know, it's better than her, but God, that show, everybody on that show is a freaking beating. Yeah. Well, I don't see how they're successful. No, because they cater to the the middle-aged white woman. I mean, the the housewife. How the, can middle-aged white women not be beaten down by that? Is they wa- it, are their lives that much different than ours? How that are they not beaten down wa- by Oprah? Well, I don't know. It, are other people's lives so much different than ours that they enjoy that shit? People just have such different tastes than us. A so lot of different crazy. people. Yeah. I yeah, I don't like. I don't understand the fascination with Oprah either. She's so hypocritical. It's not even funny. Um. 
I know people that worship her. I'm like, I know. How she? How do you like her? I don't know. How is she hypocritical? Well, I was listening to a radio station today, and they were actually giving examples of this. um, How she recently had the cast of Crash on her show. Okay. And I, I don't know if you know, but I never saw the movie. But Ludacris and Buddies, uh, uh, the rapper Ludacris, the one who uh, Bill O'Reilly hates, was in the cast. And apparently, Oprah is not a fan of Ludacris's. And um, like O'Reilly, I guess. Right. And there was a big stink about it. And finally, they decided to let Ludacris on the show. And he didn't find out well, until the day supposedly before. Supposedly, she's not a fan of any rapper. That's the thing. And so here's the thing. She tells him, apparently, they had a big dialogue back and forth. And he got a lot of rebuttals in on the show. But then they cut his footage out of his, his <laughs> eloquent rebuttals to her. Yeah. She was saying, you know, I don't like your lyrics and such. Okay, but then she goes on some New York radio show, and they were talking about all the uh, controversies she's having with Ludacris, and suddenly she starts saying that she likes 50 Cent, and she likes his music, and she listens to his on the iPod. There's no difference. There's not a lot of difference between 50 50 Cent is worse than Ludacris. And Ludacris, (laughs) exactly. And that's how she's hypocritical. She's also hypocritical because of that book, A Million Little Pieces by James Frey, where he lied about his autobiography, quote-unquote. He made shit up. Oh yeah, and then she 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 had him. She said it was okay. She said, "Oh, it's perfectly fine." When uh, she called into Larry King live, when Larry King was interviewing him, no complaining, hombre. She caught so much shit from the middle-aged housewife that then she had his ass on the show again the next week and roasted his ass. Start. That's how she's hit diarrhea. She changes her position, whatever audience. Yeah, and I hate that Mm. she acts like she's all like, and she does give a lot of money to charity. She does, but. She never once ever just gives money to charity. She $2. always has to make a huge deal out right. of it. And There's like always a camera. Have a her. show about it right. and make sure everybody knows she's the one doing it. And yeah. It's just insane. I know. It's ridiculous. I can't stand her. She's Speaking of that, on a side note, did you see the stuff about Warren Buffett and Bill Gates? Good God. They're giving like $45 billion between the two of them what to... The- well, some foundation, the, which is like eighty percent. I heard something about that, but I didn't like hear the whole eighty percent of Buffett's uh, total net worth. And I don't know how much of Bill Gates. It's like forty-five percent or something. Jesus, to what? To some Bill Gates Foundation. I don't know what it does, but Lord. it's supposed to be some charity. So they're going to get like a seventy-one billion dollar boost or something like that. Be a charity that gives me a million bucks. They, they should give that to the. Bird I know. Room. They should fund the break room. That should be uh, set up as a fund to help us fund our show. Allstarcharity.org. Allstar Charity to Benefit Podcast. Bill Gates, if you're listening, please donate breakroom.org. And today, Jackie Chan also announced that just like those two, he'd be giving half his fortune when he dies to charity as well. Did he really? Yeah. So he said they're going to get at least another 50 bucks on top of the 76 billion? Apparently, he's worth $128 million, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, half will go to his, his wife and son, and then half will go to charity, so. Oh, when he dies? When he dies. Uh, are, is Bill Gates and them giving this when they die, or are they just giving it right uh, now? Actually, Buffett's starting now, and I think Bill Gates is starting like next year or so. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. Starting? But he's going to like pay it out over years? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so he's not just handing him a check <laughs> for like $56 billion. No, no. He's no, not going he, to That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to keep it I, I don't know if he's long. even he could do that right now. I don't know. I don't know how much liquid he is. High five! I guess, well, that about wraps us up for this week. God, that's loud. Jesus. Uh, you can reach us at our new voicemail number, which is 214-3299-TBR. That's 3299-827. Uh, remember our voicemail contest. Leave us the best voicemail. Uh, as well as, you should probably put on the end there, 
your uh, email address. And we won't play that on there, but put your email address on there and we'll email you for the winner. Uh, again, that's 214-3299-TBR. Uh, you can also find our website at breakroom.org. You can find the uh, subscription Breakroom.org. Uh, either through iTunes or at feeds.feedburner.com slash the breakroom. Jump, jump, uh, jump, you can jump. put that into uh, a podcast if you jump. have it. Uh, you can reach us also at breakroom at gmail.com. Breakroom.org. MySpace. I'm sorry. It is breakroom.org. Shit. Breakroom.org <laughs> or myspace.com slash the breakroom. And you always get pissed at me for playing all this stuff. That, that was good that time. Good save. Yeah. Uh, the band that does our opening theme is American Rockstar. You can find them at AmericanRockstar.com or MySpace.com slash AmericanRockstar. Let's get uh, Again, the band this week is Houston Calls. You can find them at HoustonCalls.com Lots or MySpace.com slash Houston Calls. Yeah, they get a long credit. It's like a freaking Just movie. Just go to our MySpace and we'll link to everyone else. Yeah, we do. Uh, all right. Uh, the band this week, like I said, is Houston Calls, and this is Bob and Bonnie. Uh, I don't know what we're doing uh, next week, but uh, yeah. remember the Angela Kenzie interview in two weeks on July 13th. All right, guys. Uh, have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. So Sorry for pot fading at the end of this one. We are pot fading. That Bye. was awful.
let's see. I'm trying to think of the word. I'm like missing a verb. I'll, I'll wing it. Ready? Here All we right. go. Um, Kabar, Namanya Saya, Angela Kinsey, Daddy, NBC, The Office, Dan Anda, Vidara uh, Dingan, The Break Room. All that's right. awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that's you're very quick on your feet. 